Today, I am joined by Sarah Stowe. Sarah is the owner of Business Brains, and we have been geeking out lately about AI in our businesses. And I know, Sarah, you've gone down one heck of a rabbit hole to the point you've even set up a Facebook group now. Welcome to the Boom Your Biz podcast, a podcast for the movers, the shakers, and even bigger action takers in business. I'm your host, Sonia McIntyre-Reed, and each week I'll be exploring the question of what really makes businesses and organizations thrive. I'm on a mission to educate, empower, and inspire business owners and myself along the way. Tell me a little bit about what got you so excited about AI and how you're using it in your business. Oh my God, Sonia. So yes, definitely geeking out and definitely down the rabbit hole. Like I'm so deep down there right now. It's not crazy. And yes, definitely set up the um, Facebook group. So anyone to jump over and find that it's AI for small business, because I like when I started discovering this and started really getting into it, I sort of was just like, oh my God, like this is just game changer. Like I was so excited. It's probably the most excited I've been since I don't know, maybe my 21st birthday and (laughs) just thought there was so much potential with it. So, and I couldn't find, I was like, you know, once, you know, when you discover something and then you just really want to learn everything possible about it. And I couldn't find somewhere that just had all the information in that I could just, you know, consume. So that's a bit of a fun side project. And yes, we've been talking about it a heap in different ways that we've been implementing it and what the potential is and all sorts of fun stuff. So it's going to be so much fun diving into this. Yeah. And I think what um, sparked all of this is um, you're in the middle of a launch at the moment. And guys, if anyone's interested in Sarah's program, I'll link that in the show notes. Um, but I, you sort of approached me and said, hey, I want to run some ads. Um, I've done it by myself in the past, but you know, I want to outsource this side of things. And so I started doing some research and keeping an eye out. And we came across this woman who was doing this really clever strategy where she basically had an Instagram story ad go up and it um, said, DM me a word to get this free resource. So I clicked on it and I went through this process that felt incredibly human. But being a marketer and having used this AI software before, I knew that it was all a bot. Um, And so we've been using that uh, at the moment if you like in your business and part of this course launch and part of your list building techniques. And it's, I just think it's really interesting that what we're seeing at the moment with the ability to use chatbots, for example, which is an example of like the AI side of things, is that we can make it seem really human and it does really fast track that consumer journey without adding any extra work to your plate. What You sent me a great email. Um, I don't know if it was late last night or, but I read it early this morning. I was at the gym at like 6.30 and I was like, ah, this is so exciting. What did you send me? What happened with the chatbot? Oh my God. So first of all, like if anyone's listening to this and they're a business owner, you know, you've only got so much time and which I presume everyone is a business owner that's listening to this. It's probably a clear assumption. But you've only got so much time and you've got to look for ways that you can, you know, give that personal touch to get people to know, like, and trust you and be ready to buy. But how do you do that at scale? Especially when you are starting to scale your business and it's really, really hard. So, and for me, for me personally, I don't want to build out a huge team. So I've been really strategically looking at 
different ways I can do this. And I still wanted it to have that human touch. So I love, love, love this strategy that we've got. And for anyone that wants to actually check out what we're talking about, if you jump over to um, my Insta, which is businessbrains.au and send me a message that says the word ideas in it or the word uh, what's the other one? Toolkit, ideas or toolkit. And you will see this happening live. So you can see how this plays out. But yeah, so I wasn't able to interact with all these people as much as I would want to. So we set up this chatbot automation. So um, I have a story that comes up or, you know, whatever story it might be. And it says, if you want to know more about, you know, starting a business, message me the word toolkit or whatever it might be. And people message that, then they get sent through the link to download the toolkit. So people can start going on this journey with you. And then a cool thing as well, like I think that sounds fun, but the best bit is two days after they download it, they also get a message saying, hey, just wanted to touch base. How are you going with the toolkit? Like that's awesome, isn't it? So, so cool. So yeah, we had this set up and I have a new course that's just launching now or I have two courses that are just launching now, which is fun. So we've been running these ads and two days ago or three days ago now, I had someone sign up. So they saw my story, signed up through this AI function that we have set up through ManyChat and downloaded a copy of my, or 50 biz ideas, 50 profitable business ideas you can set up for under $1,000. They downloaded that freebie. Then when they downloaded that, they also downloaded, must have, you know, got into it, checked out my content and then downloaded my other freebie, which is my new business toolkit. So they did that. I think they might have gone down a bit of a rabbit hole journey of content creation. They jumped over to my podcast, must have listened to a few episodes of that and just consumed a whole lot of stuff that I've been putting out there. Then late last night, I was sitting on the couch with a cheeky glass of wine and I got a notification that they had bought my course. So the doors to this course haven't officially even opened yet. This is a $2,000 course. So it's not, you know, small change that someone's paying for this. And they'd gone on and bought it. So I was like, oh, my God. So I messaged Sonia. I was like, I can't believe this has happened. Like two days, went and looked back to try and work out what their customer journey was. And for anyone in this space, so normally I think on average from what I hear from different people for online businesses, it takes about six months by the time or from the time someone signs up to your freebie to when they buy your high ticket offering. So to have that whole journey happen in two days without me having not having to do a thing it's just insane like it just blows my mind like it's the coolest thing ever so you know it just means that what I'm doing is scalable like normally if I didn't have these chatbots in place I would be doing all this manually I would be building this relationship I would be going hey check out this podcast and you know if I didn't have all these I guess this content out there and all of this automation and chatbots and whatever else it is, maybe it would have taken the six months. So blown away by that. But yeah, $2,000, two days. I don't know. What's my cost for ad at the moment, Sonia? Like, what is it? Like four or five bucks for that? Like... Well, the thing is, um, I've just, I just said to Sarah before I bombarded you with email. So I uh, launched a series of other lead generation ads um, two days ago, three days ago now. Straight away, we're getting like $2.15 per lead. You've already got a, close to 100 leads off the back of that. Like it's 
ridiculous. It's just exploded. So I think this, like, you so what's that, like a, a thousand times return on two buck lead. Like it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And I think as well, like Sarah has everything else set up. She's done the groundwork in terms of the messaging, who her target audience is, the correct offer. We actually tried, um, a couple of weeks ago with a completely different offer and it was a bit of a flop. So we just went, no, nah, cancel that and move on to the next one. And that's what I love about digital. You can test something. If it's not working really quickly, you know. Um, but you do have all the email sequences and everything set up as well. And I think it used to be a situation five years ago where everyone was like, all right, have a freebie on your website and then like bombard them with emails and then they should be ready to buy. What I love about this technique using ManyChat is that you are exposing them to a conversation with you in the DMs. They're following your Instagram profile and you're getting them on the email list all in one. Oh, and then when we come time um, to opening up the cart and the doors, since you, they've visited the website and they've engaged with you in some way, they're going to be in our remarketing audience anyway. So it's like a triple whammy. It's awesome. That's one of the key things you mentioned there as well is a lot of people say, oh, Facebook ads didn't work for me. Oh, freebies didn't work for me. Like, oh, this didn't work. This didn't work. But the thing is, they are all part of this sales journey and this funnel. So if you don't have something set up right in that journey, you're not going to get the results. Like It's like somebody, if they send a direct ad to a $1,000 product, you're probably not going to get a great conversion on that. So, you, you know, before people know you, they've got to be walked through that journey with you to, to know, like, and trust you. I'll say it again and again and again. <laughs> we need to put so much content out there to get them ready for that. And yeah, that's what that sales funnel is all about. Oh, hundred percent. This is what annoys me about direct response agencies that, and look, you know, someone's going to hear me say this and look at our linchpin um, agency page where we talk about how many leads we've generated and sales and things like that. But we know there's so much more work that goes into it in terms of making sure that your funnel's set up properly. So your conversion mechanisms are there, the branding's right, the messaging's right. There's actual product market fit. There's all of these things that need to happen you can't just switch on an ad without having all of these other pieces in place. And I think for me, when I first started, I used to get so frustrated and I used to beat myself up a lot when I was working with businesses that were just, just starting out and I was running ads and things for them and they weren't seeing those sales and things being generated. But then it took me a while to realize, well, actually I'm one very small piece of the puzzle. It's, you've got to have all the other bits and pieces in place before you run those ads. So I like to think of ads as being like the rocket fuel, but you've already got to have that flame there before you decide to like pour that gasoline or that rocket fuel on the fire. Uh, um, so you, we started this journey in this, um, AI obsession with ManyChat and the ads that we're doing at the moment. Next thing I know You've gone off on a completely different tangent. You're using like um, a software that helps you write captions and whatnot. Uh, tell me, tell me it, about all it's the other developed. things. So this is what I call the AI onion, and this is something that I've just coined. So you know, it's nothing technical. I like it. So for for the promo on this episode, I'm going to get my graphic designer to do up a little onion. Yeah, yeah. So you know the AI onion. So I'm thinking there's three layers, and like with most things, I think you get introduced to the easiest to sort of understand layer, and I think the easiest to understand layer is your automation piece. And I think this is where things like ManyChat, Zapier, 
um, you know, email software that automates email sequences out to people. This is where all this sort of stuff sits. And we're probably, you know, this has sort of been around it for a little while and we've sort of been introduced to it. So that's the first game changer that we need to start thinking about in our businesses. And, you know, some people call this AI, some people call it automation, whatever you want to call it. I think this is the first layer of the onion. So it's diving into that. It's looking at your systems and your processes that you have in your business and going, all right, in this system and process, what things in here can I use software to automate? What can I make more efficient? What can I take the human element out of? Because of course, the human element is expensive in business and it's also a risk. Like we're the ones that make mistakes. You know, tech is pretty solid. Yes, you might have a couple of breakdowns here and there, but most of it's pretty good. So that's where we start. And that's where I started. Then from there, I took the next layer of the onion off and got to what I call the AI layer. So this is the artificial intelligence layer where you've got different programs that are, you know, well, let's talk about chat GPT because I think that's the one that people are hearing everywhere. Like I think even non-business people are seeing chat GPT things coming across their feeds and trying to work out what the hell this is going on. So this is a I guess, yeah, it's it's a bot that's been designed and it's been programmed with all of the information off the internet. So imagine if you went in to Google and just loaded every single page into your brain. Like this is what this chatbot has, which is incredible. Like what a resource. And, you know, gone are the days where you have to jump into Google and type in, you know, how to teach my kid to tie their shoes. And you have to, you know, scroll through a hundred different articles to try and find that rabid method that we learned where you do the ears here and the ears there and put it under <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, now, chatbot, you just put that question in, it finds the best answer for you and it just spits it out to you. So chat GPT, chat GPT, if you haven't checked it out, jump on and check it out. So this is the next bit is you can put into here all sorts of things. I actually just got um, or saw the most beautiful example of how this works. So copywriters and anyone in the content creation space, which I am as well, like I count my stuff as content creation, are all feeling a bit nervous right now because they're going, oh, you know, like my job is getting paid to write content. If there's a bot out there or programs out, out there that can write this content for me, then like, you know, am I out of, job, out of a job? You know, they're feeling threatened and they're th feeling like maybe they don't have the value that they had before. But I absolutely do not think this is the case because the chatbot's great, but it doesn't have your personality. So I think the thing that we have over the chatbot is personality. However, there's heaps and heaps of useful things that we should use it for. And this beautiful example here was from somebody called Denny Richmond. He said, I mentor a young lad with poor literacy skills who is starting a landscaping business. He struggles to communicate with clients in a professional manner. I created a GPT-powered um, Gmail account to which he can send a message. It responds with the text to send to the client. So all he's doing is emailing through his version of the text, and it's obviously the bot's been programmed to the way he writes, so it understands him, and then it writes back a clearer version. So what it writes back to, oh, no, sorry, what the landscaper sends through is, Sally, I am starts work at yours Monday from Dave. So you could imagine as a customer, if you got that message, you would be like, oh, 
yeah who's gonna rock up to my house (laughs) and he might be and he probably is a brilliant landscaper like brilliant but because he isn't able to communicate with his customer in the way that they would expect you to as a professional he was not winning work or whatever you know was happening in the back end and he wasn't being able to be successful listen to the version of the email that this chat software sent back to him Dear Sally, I hope this email finds you well. I'm writing to let you know that I'll be starting work with you on Monday. I'm really looking forward to getting started. If you have any questions or need any help with anything, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Best wishes, Dave. Like, how fabulous is that? I want this bot to write my emails when I'm in a crappy mood. (laughs) We all need that. Like, you know when you're going to send that harsh email and you need like 10 minutes? We need to be able to like have a thing that we just put that through the bot and it just changes that, you know, unnice That tone to happy days. Um, But yeah, so is that. But, you know, also as a business owner and things that I've used it for is when you've got writer's block and you're trying to write content, whether it's an email or whatever it is, and you just can't come up with the content. So if you can just jump into ChatGPT or any of these things, there's hundreds of them out there now, um, and you just type in, uh, I don't know, let's say I'm looking at, oh, okay, I've got a thing here to change my license address. So let's say you wanted to write a blog post on how to change your writing, um, your home address for your license, whatever it is. You would literally just type that in, like, please write a blog post or please write an article on how to change my address for my license. Put that in, it would shoot out, you know, 300 to 500 word article. Like it's as simple as that. So that's one cool way. I don't really use it as that because I want to have that personality behind it, but I think it's a great way if you do have writer's block to get something and then be able to build on it from there. So you can see, you know, maybe the topic headlines that they put in, uh, maybe some of the key points that they've thought or put into it, and you can then pull that out and put your spin onto those key points. So that's one thing. Another awesome thing I've been using it for is coming up with podcast titles. Like I feel like I'm the most uncreative person in the world when I name my podcast episodes and they are so boring. So all I do is whatever the podcast episode is. So let's say um, I'm doing an episode episode on how to test your business idea. I just go on to chat GPT and I put in there, write a witty um, title for how to you know, come up with a business idea. And it shoots out this funny, witty title that I absolutely would not be able to come no. up with. Oh, okay. it's so You're cool. Kidding. So it's I, leveling my game. That's insane. So, okay, I obviously haven't played around with it enough. Like I'm not the content person on my team, says the girl recording this episode right now. But I, today, this afternoon, I was like, right, I'm doing a revision on our next version of our website and I've got all of these case studies that have been written I literally need to sit there and do 20 titles for them. So I can just go into chat. Oh my God. You can just change that and go, this is the article. Can you come up with a title for a title with this article? Oh, you're kidding. So I can enter, like put that article. Literally put all of that content in there and go, could you come up with a title for this? I've got students as well that are doing masterclasses that they're offering in their businesses and they're, you know, just putting in like, you know, come up with a masterclass name for whatever there it is that they're covering and it shoots out. And you can say in there, so if you want, rather than just having one, you can say, can say come up with 20 
you know, titles for this article. So you, then you've got 20 to choose from. And this all happens like in the click of a figure. So this is like oh a long God. Because, you know, when all the articles and stuff, like I actually think I first discovered it on TikTok and I was like, and it was like teenagers cheating on their essays and stuff. <laughs> I so want to go back to school now. Like, oh my God. Like, so I wonder if it's going to have my like this big knock on effect now then with like essays and kids assignments and things and how that sort of they've actually they're now developing which isn't out yet but something that can tell when it's ai generated content um so then universities and those sorts of things because you can actually get it to write a uni lecture you know uni essay and you can get it to reference and do all those sorts of things into the essay too like you can write a social media post and say hey write a social media post that about whatever it is and it even puts in the hashtags for you so you don't even have to think up hashtags now like uh, you know life could not be easier for business owners oh my god okay well look my team and I need to get onto this more well tell me have you had a play around with um tools like Jasper oh so I haven't used Jasper but one of my students used Jasper and she really likes that so that's along the lines of the chat GB, chat GPT. I've got to try and say it easy. I keep saying chat GPT. Um, she loves it. I've also had speaking to students, like I had one of um, a teacher reach out to me that uses it to write their reports for students. So teachers know about this stuff. They're Ooh. using it themselves. So they literally, you know, there's key things that they need to put in the report. They put it all in and say, write this. And they use that to write their kids' reports, obviously go through and check it. But that's awesome. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to message my teacher friends after this and tell them, hey, I'm about to save you hours. Seriously. <laughs> And, you know, you can either jump on board with these things or you get left behind. And I think that's where it's at now is if you don't do it, like, oh, another great example. I caught up with one of my photographer friends on Monday and she, there's a, I don't know what this software is called. So sorry for any photographers out there that are listening and really want this, but there's a AI software that you can use, which you train on your editing style for your photography. So instead of having like for a shoot, so she was telling me, I think she said, for a wedding, it was three to five days of editing that they do after oh. um, photoing, photoing, photography, photoing. whatever it is, whatever that is, a wedding. So, you know, three to five days. And now she can train this AI program. She puts it in and it does her edits for her, which is insane. She said oh, she's still working oh through training it, but what a game changer. So um, very, very cool. And that's a great example of how you can scale up your business as well, right? Yeah. Well, that's it. Like for a photographer, like, you know, yes, they can outsource that, but like, oh God, it makes it. It, it would be so tedious though. Horrible job. Oh, <laughs> not any yeah, exactly. God, my attention to detail. I remember I was talking to a photographer once and he's like, see, I'm editing out all these leaves on the ground. And I was like, Good, good for you. I wouldn't have noticed them, but thank you. <laughs> um, what about, have you seen any of the tools where it can basically generate some images and things for you as well? So tell me about that. What are they called? So, oh, here we go. I've got a list of, and maybe I'll have to give this to you to put on your Instagram or something so people can see this. So we've got text ones, video ones, image ones. So there's all sorts of image ones. One that I saw the other day, which is in um, beta testing, beta testing at the moment, they, which is very cool and I think will be a game changer is one where you can, in, if you've got a product in your business, you can upload a picture of that product. So say it's a candle, you upload the candle 
And this AI machine or this software will then put that stock image of your candle into all different images. So, you know, instead of you having to go out and pay for photo shoots as a small business, when you have limited funds on each product, you can go put it in there. It will, you know, it will put it into someone's hand. So someone's holding a candle. It will put that onto someone's desk. So there's a candle on it. Oh my God. Sarah, I'm just thinking about my ads team at the moment and the amount we spend on graphic design and trying to do product renders when clients haven't done a shoot and all of that. Are you kidding me? Okay, I need this list. This is incredible. So, like, so awesome. There's actually something that I'm going to try, which I'm going to do as a bit of a test, which will be fun. So, you know, we've got chat GPT, which can write articles for it. So I'm going to give it a title for a podcast. So I'm going to say, maybe I'll write, do it on AI. I'll say, um, you know, in this podcast episode, please, you know, give us a 5,000 word podcast episode on using AI in your small business. Let it come up with whatever it comes up with. And then another AI tool that I use is Descript. So I use Descript for all of my video and audio editing. Inside Descript, they have an AI tool called the Overdub tool. So you can train this tool on your voice. So it knows your voice. So the idea of this tool is if you're, you've done a recording and you've made a mistake, you can go in and instead of having to re-record whatever you want to say, you can use this Overdub tool and because it's trained to your voice, it will say whatever you want it to say. So you literally just type in what you want it to say. It knows your voice, so it says it. So what I want to do is... Yeah create the podcast episode content in chat GPT and then chuck that into Descript and use my voice in there that I've got trained with the Overdub program and get it to create a podcast episode that I've done absolutely nothing for just oh. to see that, you know, next level because that's the thing. So I think this is where we're at. So that's the second layer of the onion. The third layer of the onion is where all of this stuff starts working together. It's with where the artificial intelligence can start working with your automation software and all your softwares can start talking because that's the limitation we have at the moment where there's still a bit of manual stuff that we're having to do to get these things to talk. So as soon as we get all of these things to talk more, it's a game changer. Like, our, you know, it's probably whether this is good or bad, it's good if you're a business owner listening to this. I might get shot if you're an employee, but I think this takes out at least a couple of employees, which is huge for a small business owner. Like, you know, that could be an extra $100,000 plus in revenue for you a year by taking advantage of this software. So it's very cool. Lots of fun things happening. And I'm excited. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Like, I think I just need to get my hands on this list that you're talking about and start working my way through it and start giving it to my team and be like, right, well, I've just saved you five hours a week. (laughs) It's just, that's absolutely amazing. Like I knew you'd gone down the rabbit hole. I just didn't know you'd gone down the rabbit hole this far. (laughs) And I suppose one thing to say this, I'm saying this for the team that are listening, it's we're not getting rid of people. It's freeing these people up to be able to do things that are going to make more impact in the business. Oh, and those human things as well. Like I literally, my head just went to, okay, I freed you up five hours a week. There's another client you can take on board. And that, that the human element is always going to need to be there. 
Absolutely. So yeah, for anyone that's getting a bit nervous listening, that's absolutely not what it's about. Not at all. So yeah. And yeah, and if you are nervous about listening, um, go have a Google for AI fails. Um, I was having a look at some the other day. I'll add some links as well. And there's um, been some really funny ones with some ads where like, someone's head's cropped out in the middle or like it just, I guess the thing with AI is that it it gets more and more intelligent as more people use it and it collects data, right? So it's not perfect at the moment, but it's just exciting to see where things are headed. And that's probably another thing is it's only as good as the prompts that you give it. So if you aren't giving it clear direction, then it's not going to come out like like any new employee. Like if you you aren't giving an onboarding thing and teaching your new employees, they aren't going to deliver great results for you. It's the same thing with AI. You've got to be really clear with what you're putting in and what you're asking for, and you've got to know it. So this is probably the other key thing is if you don't know something, you don't know what prompts to put in to get the response that you need. So a good example is you can use AI to do coding for your website. So that sounds awesome. Yeah, like, cool, I'll use that to code all of this awesome stuff in my website. But when you get that coding back, if you don't know code yourself, you're not going to know whether that's any good. It's the same with using AI for anything else. So, you know, we're never going to be out of jobs, guys. No, and you're not going to know how to apply it either. Like when you were just saying that, I just had flashbacks to being in primary school and then giving us lessons on how to Google. Like literally, how do you Google? And I remember back then you used to put like the speech marks on either side of the exact search terms and all of that. And like, we've got to do that now in our Google ads setup. Um, And it's the only reason I still know about that. But if you think about it every day now, Googling things, Google's got to the point that you don't need to do that for exact search terms. I'm just wondering at the moment if they're feeling quite threatened by chat GPT. Like I know that um, there's been all these articles I've seen that are like, this is a Google killer. But at the end of the day, how does ChatGPT know what the best answer is? Because there's a million ways of doing things. And we need, so we need somewhere that's going to host all of this information. And as well, there's a couple of limitations to ChatGPT. It's only updated at the moment to, I think it's, oh, now I forgot. It's either 2019 or 2021 somewhere around that. So it hasn't got up-to-date data. So obviously this isn't loaded. You know, they took whatever, I think it's 2021. Don't hold me to this. I might have to let you know when you can put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just know that if you put in there today, like give me the top song from March in, or no, we're not even up to March in December in 2022, it's not going to know it. So Mm -hmm. there's a limitation to what it has in there at the moment they're going to bring out something new and this is only going to be a short-term limitation but just buyer beware um if there's something that's going to be affected by dates it might be an issue for you there you go now sarah you have a new program coming out soon um give yourself a little plug to tell us about this new program because there are a lot of business owners listening Okay, so I've got a couple of programs that I offer. Um, One is the Biz Builder, and this is a six-week launch intensive. So in this, if you've got a business idea and you want to set up a business, then I walk you through all of the key stages you need to set up a business. Uh, And this can be, you know, your website, your marketing, your sales, uh, 
understanding your customer, the actual business setup. So I've got a finance background. So numbers is a huge thing for me. So everything that I do is looking at the numbers and understanding how they affect different areas in the business and what metrics you should be looking at to get what results and, you know, how to increase that. So if you want to earn an income of a hundred thousand, let's go back through the funnel and, you know, untangle that and work out how many customers do we need to come through the door to get us to that point? What do we need our expenses to sit at? Like what, what are those things that we should be looking at in our business to be really, really strategic in the business? So yeah, this is in both of the courses. But yeah, so Biz Builder is for setting up your business. The new course that I have now is the Launch Your Biz Now course, which is a 12-week program. And this is for people that have businesses that are wanting to really up-level that and get it to lifestyle stage of business. So lifestyle stage of business for me is, you know, bringing in at least six figures of profit per year. Uh, it's, you know, giving you a business that you can step away from, that you can have systems and processes in place in so it can operate without you. And this is where a lot of this stuff comes in. Like, you know, I use all of this AI and tech stuff to talk through setting up all these things in your business because I think it's so key. Um, and yeah, really scaling that. So you actually get to the point where you've got this beautiful business that you set out in business to get. But unfortunately, a lot of us just don't quite make it there. So just giving the people the tools to do that. So yeah, two programs, um, they are launched now. So I've got one that's going to... Uh, the Launch Your Biz Now program is starting on the 30th of January. The Biz Builder is starting on the 6th of February. So if any of them sound like a good fit for you, jump over and check them out. That would be wonderful to see you in there. And if not, that's okay. Reach out on Instagram and connect with me. Send me a DM. Uh, let me know that you listened to this podcast episode and let me know if you've dived into the AI. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I will link to all of the things in the show notes, all of the things. I'll tag you on Insta. I'll do everything. Um, but thank you so much for jumping in and sharing what you've learned with your onion and your rabbit hole. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sonia. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for get so much for getting me started on this bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs>